be a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus bail. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. All right, welcome back, regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old pin jack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live with you every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. or 24-7-365. This live broadcast is podcast across all your favorite podcast platforms. You can find them at our new website, theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney in the bunkhouse with me now. It's Cody Ryan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Beefsteak is in the bunkhouse. Where's the beef? High wires the ranch hand that gets here early, make sure the gate gets open, make sure all the pot belly stove and screws and full in the, on the coat hanger and everything's happening to make sure this thing gets out there. This segment of the show is again brought to you by our friends over at McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop with the way society's pounding on our rights to own guns. It's imperative. We support our local gun shops. The one we trust with our constitutional rights is McBride's Guns. Gunsmith on staff to help you adjust those scopes, repair anything, modify your firearm. Looking for your personal carrier or referral for a class? One place, McBride's Guns. Youth models, rifles, and firearms, they got them over there at McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them in Austin at 512-472-3532 or just go online at McBridesGuns.com because McBride's Guns will. As I said, they're our hometown gun shop. So one of the things that we were, uh, what we wanted to talk about um, is the trend for uh, parks and wildlife, uh, wild uh, game, game, game commissions around the country uh, have switched to an electronic tag and it's pretty hip, pretty modern. I was in the process of buying my hunting license this year and I clicked on yes, electronic tag. But before I checked out, I chickened out and I went back <laughs> and I put it on paper tag and had them send me a paper tag because I chickened out and I was not willing to throw it. Of course, beef, our, uh, electronic brainiac in the group here said, no, I'm just willing to try something different to report on it. That's all. I don't Cody like, Ryan. I don't like any part of it. And, uh, and here's why, okay. let me, let me tell you why. And then you, you tell me why 
my theory doesn't work. So this past weekend or the past couple of days, I was with some buddies on a private lake. We were fishing a private lake. Um, cold front blew in. And uh, of course, that really doesn't have anything to do with the fact that his phone <laughs> fell in the lake, other than the fact that he got down into his skivvies in 50 degree weather to jump in to try and find his phone in seven foot of water never to be found um if his tags were there and he was duck hunting or his license was there on his phone and he was duck hunting or i guess even fishing maybe your fishing license can be electronic now too i guess if everything's electronic uh your whole license system is electronic and now you're or or you go to shoot a deer and something happens to your phone I mean, how does that work? How do you elect apply an electronic tag to a deer in the field if you don't have service? I mean, there's so many questions. All right. First of all, I want to <laughs> number so one. Questions. I have so many questions. All right. Come on in. Sit by the fire. Cody Ryan. We'll talk about it. So first of all, I want to say congratulations. Our buddy Rick Burr just shot a doe. And so. He was pretty happy about it. And he's using it, a paper tag. <laughs> oh, definitely using a paper tag. But your story reminds me, Cody, of saying, you know, a lot of people with their phone have replaced their wallet. And what's the difference between having your hunting license in your wallet and it falling in the lake? I mean, I, don't, I haven't done that. I haven't replaced my phone as my wallet. That sounds like the dumbest thing I've ever No, heard. but you carry it around the same, right? You it's with you all the time sure but i can drop my wallet in the lake and pull it out and the cash spends just the same well i'm not sure about your tags my tags tear I've, off because they're plastic coated and they have zero issue when they get wet i don't know i've washed them before but yes a little bit of the wetness right but they're made to disintegrate also environmentally but anyways, regardless, yeah, like 10 years, I wanted to tell you about my experience. I went full digital this year and it was kind of cool because you shoot the deer and then you just bring up your app and you say, I want to report it. And you walk through like, all right, what if you don't have service it, what it does is it does it on the app and then it gives you a, um, you just take that information and you write down what the confirmation number is. And that it, that it creates and you put your name and then when you get back to service, you put it on, everything is now on, you just, they recommend duct tape. So you have a piece of duct tape and you write with a Sharpie on it, your confirmation number. So instead, so basically instead of putting a tag that you print out and have with you, you carry a roll of duct tape and tear off a tag and put it on the deer. It is a different style, but it's just then a confirmation number. It doesn't number. make any sense. It, What's the difference? Well, well it makes it a lot easier for parks and wildlife to collect the information. Well, that's what I was going to tell you. Deposited into their database. And, and some people may be against that part of it. Yeah. Big brother's big watching. brother. Yeah. But big Come brother, on. I mean, what are you going to do? Do you share tags anyways? Do you do no. that? Okay. Then what you have to illegal. worry about? Never do you do shoot that. stuff on a place you shouldn't be shooting it? Do you put it where it says 
one of the questions on here when you go into it is, you know, is it male species? And then it says, you know, what type of tag? Hunting license, MLD, or public land? And you pick that, and then it will give you the information that you need. But I wanted to tell you that you saw the picture of my confirmation, and it gave me like a five-digit number, right? And then I wrote that on a piece of duct tape, and you just put it on the around the, the leg. and So you tag the deer. You do, do you tag, still have you to have st- proof of sex for the deer? You still yes, you do. You in the head? Yep, you still do. That's just yeah. mandatory. Uh, and, or you can, you know, take the udders and all that stuff in, you know, if you don't have a head. But um, I got to the processor, and sure enough, guess what? Beefsteak was the first person to do this. <laughs> and they came up to go, yeah, the game warden came in, and he told us all about this. And we're just throwing our hands up. We were like, all right. And at first, they were a little like, we don't know what to do. But then after talking to them a little bit, they said, actually, we kind of like it because now it's between you and the Parks and Wildlife Service or the game wardens. We're not that in-between person anymore. Trying to manage whether it's filled out correctly. A tag or put it in and save it and then give them the, you know, Remember oh, how did they, they did. is that what did is that where Parks and Wildlife collected the information was from the processor? That's what is I that understand. Part? Well, that would make sense that the processor would be a a data collection point. They were just a little bit worried because that was their, you know, procedure and how how it was. Um, you know, they didn't want to get in trouble either, right? So now, well, it's, Cody, it's the way of the world. You know, it's. A lot it doesn't of that have stuff. to be the way of the world. I know. Well, why wouldn't it? I thought direction. about it. I go, well, you know, you don't like having people with that with the control. Where How many look, times you broke your phone? You the app How many is times a, have you lost your phone? How many times have you? I, I mean, but I, I get a new I, one right away. I got it. You, everybody's got to have one. Basically, you got to yeah, have yeah, you it. Get one right away. But if it happens, and you, I mean, what if it happens on the way to the deer stand? You'd lose your phone in the middle of the woods. Well, you're just supposed to put well, your... You're, you're betting on a on something, a pretty rare occasion. So I will tell you that how they did... Losing. When I went in, he said the only thing you have to do is in this uh, logbook, you have to put your hunter's license n- number in there and your name and address. So, But you don't have to say anything about the deer. It's just a log that you were there. I don't, I don't like it. Son Auto. Oh, man. Speaking about stuff that Cody doesn't understand, <laughs> <laughs> that's taking that's taking people over to your favorite. You know, needing somebody to trust. A good mechanic is hard to find. We use our friends at Sun Automotive. Sun Automotive Services, a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, and transmission services, Sun Auto sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at a Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. Nearest me is 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, or 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips all week and specials. Just go to sunautoservice.com. What about the opportunity to turn your phone off for a weekend and hunt and enjoy God's great outdoors? <laughs> Woo! 
Man. Peter report up next. Oh. Armed citizens report up next. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the bunkhouse 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Regulators. It is the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. My name is TJ Graney. Hey, I notice out there that the antis and the terrorists, us bunkhouse boys and our regulators, we don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, Peter terrorist, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all week at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, the uh, most awarded lineup of Jeeps in quality, durability, and performance are the number one brand in America can be yours at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. During the Nile Maxwell Supercenter Jeep Adventure Days, the inventory keeps rolling in and the savings keep adding up. Whether it's the Wrangler, the Gladiator, Compass, Renegade, Cherokee, even the all-new Grand Cherokee in both two- and three-row seatings are awaiting you at Jeep Adventure Days at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. And you can still find that 0% financing Available on select models, if you act now, with lender approval. That's why we're the number one sales volume leader in Central Texas, and nobody has more Jeeps than us with the larger inventory, more options than anyone else in town. Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 62183 in Austin. See all savings online at the NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. All right, now it's time for our PETA report segment. <laughs> They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. Oh man, I just got a text from one of our buddies, Frank, and uh, he's got the grill going in the backyard, the fire pit going in the backyard, and he's got a coffee pot on it some biscuits going in his backyard in the city i bet they're be- need to see some biscuit on there too i mean uh bacon he, on that biscuit right he said he says who says you can't live in the country live live country life in the in the city yeah t- hey uh oh so PETA is doing something i thought was uh interesting it's one of their little dirty handed little tricks uh i thought it was but it, it's classic they're always thinking ahead um so you know on uh, a lot of the social media they won't allow you to show a bloody animal or something they censor it they'll put the block photo block over it that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but apparently if it's in a cartoon or a cartoonistic style animation right animation a drawing it it can go through so what they're doing now is they're creating these videos, these cartoons for little kids that demonize hunters, pet owners, um, anybody that eats meat. And they're creating these cartoons that they're playing on social media to beat the censorship and get in front of your kids and your grandkids to tell them that, hey, if you eat meat, if your grandpa or if your parents eat meat, they are bad. 
If your grandpa, your dad, your family hunts or fishes, they're bad. If you own pets, you are not a good, you, you are in a bad family. There's a problem here that, uh, <laughs> absolutely we have a problem. This enrages me. If I was at a picnic and I met one of these people that works for this terrorist organization, that's one of these cult members of PETA that is part of this destruction of heritage and wholesome living that uh i'm afraid that i would go out swinging and Poke the, barbecue the, eye with the sharp stick the barbecue would be sorely disturbed <laughs> be, so why why would the PETA people be at a barbecue well i don't know maybe as a friendly neighbor maybe a neighbor came over and brought their it was a it was a vegetable a tray picnic. It, it was it a was tofu a vegan field picnic. roast yeah okay. so, i just i'm just merely saying that these kind of people if i i i just pray that i don't come in contact with the people that are coming up with these ideas or that have any part of this you know, I've experienced three times this year where kids, new kids for KOZ, uh, we're talking a little bit and they're like, you shouldn't harm animals. Okay. So let's, let's talk about that, you so know, and this it, is a it, great seg segue into, and I, and this is something that we've been talking a little bit about. Um, we talk about KOZ kids outdoor zone, that hunting and fishing ministry for boys all the time on the show. Um, and, but this is where. So that is one, that is one way to train up a child. You can, you can go at them that way. You can spend millions of dollars creating a campaign and cartoons and tell them that anybody that eats meat is a bad person and their family is bad and their grandpa is bad and their uncles are bad. And, and, uh, and you can do that or you can do what we did yesterday, which beef, you, you love it. And so we had a very, the very first, and this happened all across the country yesterday. We had groups of men taking in a group of boys, spending an, a morning with them, a Saturday morning with a group of boys. Yesterday, we took a deer that was killed 30 minutes before it showed up. We had a, about 10 men who are trained mentors and uh, 10 boys and they took that deer and they and a lot of these boys had never seen anything like it they asked they were a little like oh oh i can't believe and i said i said before we started i said who here likes hamburgers they all raised their hand yeah i said who here likes beef jerky who here likes bacon of course they all raised their hand and i said where does it come from and started the whole conversation on you know, where does this, and then we dropped the tailgate and there was a deer <laughs> This is and where we it pulled starts. that deer out and went from skinning it to gutting it, to grinding it to that, that, that afternoon, they had hamburgers, deer meat hamburgers that they made themselves. And, uh, it was this beautiful reality. It's empowering um, to those young kids. It know, was, you could go from field to table. It was incredible. And, uh, and the other thing is, uh, I was at, uh, two weeks ago, I was at an FFA show and I was around, uh, a bunch of FFA kids that were showing goats and sheep and stuff, which is a, 
you know, major faux pas, no, no, get craziness, make PETA go crazy thing. And I was around hundreds of kids that were probably the most polite, respectful, hardworking, uh, well-dressed, well-spoken kids that I've been around in a really long time. And I just thought, yes. It's the heart of America, right? These kids right here are learning how to do hard things. They're growing up, learning how to work hard, how to respect adults, how, how the real world works with, with, um, raising up an animal. I mean, they raise up animals and then they, they have to give them over knowing that they're going to go to the butcher. And, uh, it's, it was, it was night and day. And I just, I, I challenge, I, I challenge the PETA folks and their, uh, mentoring skills against any KOZ or FFA or 4-H group. And let's take a group of your PETA kids and let's take a group of these 4-H or FFA or KOZ kids. And let's, let's put them through the test and see how strong yours are, how well behaved, how, you know, when, 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 a when a, when a PETA kid gets a flat tire (laughs) and he's got his girlfriend in the car, is he going to know what to do? Girlfriend? Uh, okay, never mind. But <laughs> T- TJ, I thought, I mean, yes, those are good thoughts. Um, it is incredible. I, they need to do a study like they do with, like when I was at the knee doctor and they did a study of whether people get an operation or don't get an operation. And 15 years later, what the results were. Turns out that if you don't get the operation, you have about the same success overall. But it kind of makes sense where you, tr- what if you could track those two level of kids like you said PETA kids or KOZ or F, 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 you know 4H kids what if you could track them over 15 years what would their life be you know after that 15 years I, I can imagine them creating I mean not everybody's going to be this way but having that baseline for the right thing to do do hard things where does food come from and how to take care of business and be polite and respectful. I think that creates. I'm, not, I'm that, not saying that kids that, that are vegans or don't eat meat or whatever, grown up in those families are some rude, crazy kids. But I, I just, I see a lot of them that are moved by just an emotional video, mm-hmm. which there's no, no real life basis to why they're, acting the way they're acting or being why they, they don't understand the, the life principles behind it. They just know a few talking points and man, it, I, I, I am a firm believer in that the next generation needs to be strong and especially the young men. Yep. And somebody's got to train them to be strong. Cause it ain't going to be, you're not, you get in a pinch, you get in a, a fight with somebody, you have some law, lawlessness going on and you need strong people to, you know, you get into to a, a war situation or something. You don't get to call time out and go to your safe spot. No. Well, and there's, there's, I saw something the other day that we just pray that it doesn't take another world war two to bring out the greatest generation. 
Um, That's a good point. A way to protect my family the way that I do it. I've been carrying their name all year and proud to represent Altrua HealthShare because finding affordable, top quality healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. It's not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Basically, all it is, it's super simple. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow. Then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's how simple it is. It literally works just like that. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right, Armed Citizens Report up next. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Regulators. Hey, uh, <laughs> thank you, Michael Waddell. <laughs> Again. For the fifth time you've introduced us in, back into the show this morning. <laughs> Hey, uh, want to also remind you that our friends over at Keystone Bank are where we like to bank here. Us bunkhouse boys like to bank, and they're they're a, an option for you as well. I love that I can call my bank and talk to somebody who's local, who's right here, who knows who I am, and can help me get whatever I need done done in my banking. And that's why Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs are all headed to Keystone Bank, founded by our buddy over there, Jeff Wilkinson and his team. Uh, Keystone Bank, you'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. That means you can pick up the phone, call them, and talk to them. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. I travel all over the country, and all I got to do is pick up my phone, and I can get my banking done. It's the way it's got to work. To learn more, get your account started at Keystone. Visit one of the locations in person, 11,500 B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressel Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just go to the website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank for all the information. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. A woman with CCW shoots man beating husband in self-defense. A woman was forced to use her gun to defend her husband as he was getting beaten over a dispute in a parking lot. September 28th, the husband and wife were leaving a major superstore in Greenfield, Wisconsin, in search of her favorite hash browns. Uh, surveillance footage shows the couple in the their Toyota 4Runner stopped at a crosswalk in the superstore's parking lot. Another man walks towards the store in front of the couple's vehicle. A confrontation started between the driver 
and the other man who walked in front of the vehicle, according to the victim's wife, and the other man started punching her husband in the face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> after watching the surveillance footage, it seems like the two fought and the man outside the vehicle backed off. The other man got out of his vehicle and the fight between the two ensued. Surveillance camera did not record the fight, but showed a woman getting out of the vehicle and pointing a gun at them, fearing for her husband's life as she watched the man kick her husband in the face, ribs, and chest. She fired at the man, uh, fighting her husband, hitting him in the chest. She told police she didn't know if she had shot her husband or the other man. Both men were treated for their injuries at the hospital, and the woman was detained after police investigation. No one involved in the incident was charged, and they stated that the woman clearly used her gun to defend her husband. What so, do you, what do you think? There is clearly... The husband should never got out of the Toyota Forerunner, and he should have just kept going. I think he was an idiot for getting out. And I think she needs to go practice with her firearms some more too. <laughs> well, she had said he shot him in the chest. I don't know what she was shooting, but shot the guy in the chest, and they were treated at the hospital. Didn't know if. If she had shot him or the husband? Well, it's not till she, that's the problem, right? She didn't well, know. Well, really, the deal was she, the guy in the crosswalk was her boyfriend, and this was all staged. Oh, right. You're making that oh, up. Oh, my gosh. She accidentally shoots her husband, gets the insurance money, and her and the crosswalk dude <laughs> run away and I, live I, happily I, ever after. No, I think the real, the real interesting question is. <laughs> yes. In a. <laughs> I think the more interesting question is if you're getting your your butt whooped by somebody because you you don't because you've confronted them uh should your wife step out and take action. Dude, that guy's never going to live that down. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I mean, yes, I'm all for people protecting, but I don't man. There's You some... got to kind of score. If you're going to go toe to toe with the guy, you should probably score him before you do it. Yeah, Cody. You ought to kind of like, hmm, yeah, that guy's, uh, he's like twice my size, uh, half my age, and uh, he doesn't look happy. When you're little like me, when you're little like me, scoring has no place in the game. You just go all in. (laughs) Just like those crazy chihuahuas. Quicker, (laughs) faster, quicker. Hey, yeah. look at me over here. Hey, you see me over here? Huh? You, can't catch you. You, can't, huh? you play dirty. You hit in all the wrong places. You bite their kick, ear off. You bite. You scrap. And uh, and you hope that it happens before they get one leveraged long arm into your chin. <laughs> A forearm shiver. <laughs> I've, I've planned it out in my head plenty of times. I mean, I have almost 40 years of planning this out in my head. So, In case you're, you're going across a, a you're at the Walmart and uh, you want to drive through that parking lot and there's a crosswalk and a gentleman, you're ready. Yeah, well, I, I want to know what happened in that crosswalk, what was said, what was done. Exactly. I mean, it could have been anything, though. You know, if they were – if the guy walking across was vulgar or – you know, did something. Well, yeah, you're right. If, if there was something like that, there's, you can get upset about, it. but there's a lot of things that can I, happen in a grocery store. You can store also Walmart just be mad and drive away. I mean, there's plenty of times where I'm like, golly, did you see that? That guy's an idiot. I, and 
I don't, I don't engage it. I don't allow it to engage, to take me out. And on, on the other hand, my beautiful bride, she'll, man, you got to hold her back. She'll protect like, do you, not, huh? Do <laughs> not go after that person. Do not chase them down. <laughs> it's crazy. She's like, yeah, step like back. I'll, dog. Step Beast back. Steak. I'll take care of this. That's what your wife says. Just stay right here. I'll be back in a minute. Wait here. I'll, talk, I'll go tell him. Hey, bro, listen. My wife is really mad right now, and just pretend like we get really mad at each other, and then you walk off, and here, take this $100 bill. <laughs> we'll roll around a little bit. Whoops, bam, 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 bam. Oh, my, that went bad quick. So I tell you, my bride right now is, she is with, so my daughter, uh, her dog is a big, big, big dog, and he jumps over the fence. He jumped over the fence right when a hay tractor was going by, and it ran over his hip, crushed his hip and his back femur leg. And uh, so for the last two weeks, they've been trying to save the leg. Well, a couple days ago, they had to amputate. Now he's a three-legged dog. Ooh. And, uh, and my daughter and her husband have gone out of town, leaving my wife and the grandbaby and the three-legged dog <laughs> all out at the farm at their farm it's like she's calling me every 15 minutes this is terrible your wife is a terrible. saint for taking that on a saint hey, I i'll tell, tell you. you i'll tell you what's not terrible is our new partnership with parts view they're an online one-stop shop for all of your boating needs beefsteak he can officially get his boat running and maybe use it uh this coming year if he gets Dude, all the parts and pieces props. i know they, they got the, the yes. prop i need the genuine oem yamaha mercury suzuki outboards as well as mercury cruiser stern drives and products they got over two hundred thousand products from the marine industry's leading brands you just go to partsview.com they i love their uh, handy maintenance kits that they have. They have everything you need to do, your yearly maintenance, all your different hourly maintenances on your boat. It's super simple. Great prices, fast shipping, helpful customer service, and a resource to help boaters find exactly the right products for their engines. Go see our friends, partsview.com. That's P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. All right, we'll close this whole thing up, right? I mean, that's yeah. it. We got one segment left of the number one outdoor radio yeah, show in but Texas. Yeah, don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. It's the wrap-up conversations and final thoughts brought to you by The Outdoor Zone, <laughs> 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. Well, we want to thank we want to thank Mike Waddell for, for sponsoring for every today. open today. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he came in just to do our intros for us this week. He's a good guy. He's a busy guy, especially during deer season. So I'm just super excited that uh, Michael Waddell got to come in here, hang out with us. Hey, uh, so this week. Uh, got deer season going on everybody's uh getting with parts view to get all their parts for their boat and tune-ups and lower gear 
changing and all the kind of stuff that's got to get done on your boat, right? Yes, that's true. That's true. And I talked about him uh, at the end of last segment. Sorry. I uh... No, no, no. I knew. I knew that. But I'm just <laughs> thinking right now, um, now, you know, we're doing some deer hunting, start thinking about that for a little while. But now you don't just, you know, if you're going to put the boat away for a little while, you need to get it empty the water out of your lower unit. Change yeah, it. check out their uh, blog and stuff they have on uh, Parts View. I've got some videos. I've got a one one blog up there, and then a video and another blog are coming up pretty soon. So check those out. Um, you know, kind of tips and tricks as I've traveled across the country towing a boat around. Some of the things that I come in contact with. Um, I was going to go through real quick this meat eater. Uh, meat eater put out a rut report a rut report uh from across the the united states <clears throat> excuse me and i found it uh interesting in certain areas um you know in the east right now it says that the uh uh my contacts in the east said buck movement has been awesome over the last three days and this is just a couple days old this this uh rut report three days old so then last week the the guys out east you ought to be in your deer stands yeah my uh rick mcgee uh dan cook or virginia west virginia boys all them all those guys up that way uh we're rolling right into that and and they're actually a little bit stressed out because they got some work stuff going on that's keeping them out of the what, deer stand Cody, right what does now. it say about the south and the southwest? The south, it says the northern part of the south is currently in the seeking and chasing phase of the rut, meaning the peak rut is still about a week or so away uh, for the northern portion of the south. The uh, southern portion of the south, yeah, it's probably pre-rut times, uh, scrapes, they're eating acorns, you know, feeding up. Obviously, we're that seeing that. Good. That uh, sounds good. We're right. seeing that. Uh, steer, uh, nearly a month out. Usually, uh, the peak will be in December for the South Texas region. South region, so southern Florida, probably southern, even Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, all those southern regions. We're probably still a few weeks out to a month out. The Midwest historically is uh november 7th to the 10th are the best days of the rut for the midwest area and out west uh if you're allowed to hunt still out there and a lot Using of those plastic non-lethal <laughs> non yes no bullets. i'm kidding uh november 3rd november 6th uh kind of that again early november time frame um has been the best in the past but so which means they would probably be in the thick of things right now so um yeah really in texas you know we're we're still central to south texas we're just now kind of seeing the beginning of it which i can tell you this first cold wave just in the last two days i started seeing cam on cameras uh bucks that i didn't even know existed <laughs> not necessarily giant bucks just bucks in general deer deer in general that didn't we didn't even know existed just started showing up moving around hmm. so it seems to happen that way you know there's a point in deer season at least where i've hunted where you're like i don't think there's any deer left i'm pretty sure there's no deer left in this area and then all of a sudden something happens a front 
something happens and that deer movement just goes, you're like, holy cow, what happened? Where did these deer come from? It just blows my mind how that, how that works, how nature, you know, works. We're so programmed here in Texas to just believe that if they don't come out to that little round barrel, uh, you know, with the golden corn that throws out of it, there's no deer round barrel, but I literally did not shoot a deer from the feeder last year and i harvested uh two whitetail and a two whitetail and an axis deer last year not one of them came from under a feeder so i don't i don't know they can give us heck all they want there in you know other parts of the country <laughs> they're but just that jealous little, they're just that little jealous. corn feeder doesn't necessarily always do the do the trick uh, a friend I'm of mine at- sent me a picture of arizona he went mule deer hunting and it was a nice deer in northern arizona but they have to they have to get in a lottery to get a tag yeah that's the way it is in a lot of places i mean you do that for mule deer elk all that kind of stuff in certain areas for sure and uh you can build up your your credits over to, i mean that's a whole show in itself so i'm looking at i'm looking at my photos from my cameras right now and i'm not seeing anything, anything well because there. you had beefsteak there shooting his <laughs> rifle in the recent future there are bullets those deer are 15 miles away there were bullets flying in every direction your neighbors should have been fearful as uh their your neighbor's dogs i mean no telling where those bullet fragments ended up after <laughs> yeah i think i hit one of them in the, his rifle. Well, i got a great little shooting range you do yeah, actually anyway so you gotta shoot hey, within a six foot radius to it is <laughs> it is deer season folks want to encourage you to grab a kid take them with you when you go sit in the deer stand even the little ones i can't tell you how many people have sent me pictures of them and their little three four five year old kid just sitting in the deer stand with them eating graham crackers and hanging with dad or mom and just uh just enjoying the outdoor time, carrying the red riders while dad's carrying his deer rifle. I mean, it is, this is the time to really cultivate some, some beautiful time with your kids and in a place where they're not distracted by the world. And, uh, so anyway, so this, the, uh, beef steak. Yeah. So for this that week? walks right into what I was going to say. I was recently reading about a Chicago graduation speaker. And she's claiming what she says is a now famous approach to building courage and overcoming fear. This is it. Do one thing every day that scares you. And after I read that, I'm like, that's not new. That, that, that's what how we grew up, right? I mean, you got to go do stuff. People taking you out into the outdoors, doing hard things. And I thought, you know, the KOZ kids have been doing that for years now, a dozen years. And, All right, uh, this week's Bible verse, I love it. This week's Bible verse, Hebrews 13, 16. Don't forget to do good and to share what you have because God is pleased with these kinds of sacrifices. There it is. It all, It's all together tied up and in a pretty little bow. And live it, love right. it, learn it. Same place, same time next week. All right, folks, I want to encourage you to get the kids off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds and trees. Heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. Hey, we're all headed to church. I want to encourage you to go find a good Bible-based church in your community. Guys, get up, get your kids, get your family together, take them to church, and then y'all go have a nice buffet somewhere. 
Hey, if you want to start an outdoor ministry in your church, you can get information at kidsoutdoorzone.com. We'll help you with that. If you want to uh, send a kid, uh, connect a kid with a mentor using outdoor uh, stuff, you can go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, find a church in your community somewhere that's doing it or start one in your church. If you need a speaker, you can connect with us at kidsoutdoorzone.com as well. If you want to donate cars, land, cash to get a kid outside, KOZ, no kid left inside, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. All right. From Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, Ty Wire, and myself, TJ Graney, we just want to say God bless and regulators. Let's mount up. I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes and shoot him with my old 45 cause the country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can skin a buck and run a truck line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can